Do you ever get overwhelmed with all the different investment options that are out there? You can buy stocks, you can buy mutual funds, um, bonds, and then also uh, what's relatively new, and they've been around for a while, but they're the newest to the arena is ETFs. Have you ever heard of an ETF? It's an exchange traded fund. Um, so we're going to talk about that today, explain the differences of a mutual fund and an ETF and why we like ETFs in our portfolio management. So a uh, lot of information today that I think you're going to like. Yeah. And so by the way, if you've not had a chance, uh, go check out our website, pomwealth.net. We have a lot of different uh, information on these topics, just like we're talking about today. If you go to our blog page, we've had, uh, we get an article that's put out there every single week uh, on these particular topics. Uh, also, there's a masterclass there that you can go and uh, listen to, uh, to the right-hand side called Three Keys to Secure Your Retirement. Don't forget, wherever you're listening to us, make sure you subscribe or follow um, based on whatever platform you're on, so you can make sure you get updates every time we have a podcast come out every Monday and every Wednesday. Well, before we get started, we have to do a quick disclosure and we'll get into the show. That's right. The information contained in this podcast is intended to provide general information only, not to be considered individualized advice. Different types of investments carry different levels of risk. As always, please contact your financial professional for advice appropriate to your specific situation. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. This is the place where high-achieving professionals come to gain confidence on how to successfully navigate their transition into and life during retirement. There's no such thing as a passive retirement plan. To have a successful financial future, your plan must be actively managed. Each week, we will bring you action plans and expert interviews that will help you gain insights, learn fresh perspectives, and finally experience peace of mind about your retirement. Here to help you achieve your dream retirement and live the life you deserve are your hosts, certified financial planners, Raiden Stansel and Merce Tariq. Welcome everyone to our Retirement in Action. Uh, we're certainly happy to have you uh, with us today. We're going to talk a little bit about a topic that we get asked uh, quite a bit about, which is what is an exchange traded fund? You might have heard of it called an ETF. And so we really kind of want to help you to understand what that is. They are, have grown in popularity uh, over the last few years. There is a tremendous amount of money going into them. We use them in our portfolios for our clients. And so we kind of wanted to make sure that everybody understands exactly how they work. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to kind of go back and forth in this conversation, and we're going to talk about other investments to make comparisons. So we'll talk a little bit about mutual funds and individual stocks, and we'll draw the comparison so you understand the differences, which I think will help you understand what an ETF or exchange-traded fund is. So I think in order to get this uh, started, I'm going to say this first, and we're going to come back and we're going to be able to uh, make those comparisons. But just to start us off, an ETF is a stock. It is bought and sold just like an individual stock but it is a stock of stocks. And so what that means is, and if I wanted to buy, let's say I wanted to buy uh, technology, uh, technology stocks, and I didn't want to just go into one, I would want to go out and let's say I said, I want to be in the top technology stocks out there. I would have to either go buy all of those stocks, whatever that is, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, whatever it is, and make a portfolio or I could go buy one ETF 
that could have many different technology stocks in them. So I'm able to, with one buy, buy a bunch of technology. Now, the, in, as we continue to go down this path, we're going to try to, again, draw those correlations. So what's the difference between an ETF and, let's say, a mutual fund? So, Merce, can you kind of help us get that conversation started about what the differences are between the two and maybe help us understand what a mutual fund is? Yeah. <clears throat> so a mutual fund is um, one of the original and most common uh, forms of investing outside of just buying a stock. Uh, what else did, do you do? And the other option was to buy a mutual fund. Um, and now more recently, and they've been around for a while, but they're the newest in the category of investing. Now we have ETFs, but a mutual fund is really, um, it's a company and they can have different investment objectives. And so they'll create a fund that's going to align with a certain investment objective, whether that is to mirror an index like the S and P 500, they can, or, or to mirror a sector. Um, like a technology sector or a healthcare sector, whatever their goal is, they're going to create a fund that represents that. And then within that fund, you're going to have essentially a portfolio manager and a lot of people working within that company or within that fund to, in all essence, mirror whatever they're trying to do. So um, they're going to be buying a bunch of individual stocks within that fund. So let's say they're trying to create the S&P 500 mutual fund. They're going to buy the 500 or so stocks that are in the S&P 500. Um, and that would be more of a, a passive type of investment deal. So they, as long as there's 500 stocks in the S&P 500, they're going to keep 500 stocks in the mutual fund. Same deal with if they're trying to create something international um, or if they're trying to create a, a technology or healthcare um, uh, type of fund, they're just going to buy a bunch of those stocks that represent that, that section of the world of investing. And so sometimes, you know, with, with mutual funds, you'll, you'll, you'll hear uh, that they're costly um, and they typically do have a little bit of a higher fee. Uh, and that world is changing. It's ever evolving, but uh, you get, think about it for a second. There's a company that is creating this and ultimately the company's goal is to, to do what, to make money. So they have expenses within there, um, in the sense that they have to pay their research teams. They have to pay the fund manager. They have to make some money as well. And so their expenses within there a little bit higher than, uh, some are willing to pay. And so that's really the evolution of what happened into the ETF world. Uh, ETFs are a little bit more cost-effective in a lot of areas. Um, another major difference is that a mutual fund, let's say you want to buy a mutual fund and you decide around 11 o'clock that you, you want to go into this S&P 500 mutual fund that you found. And you put in the trade order at Schwab or TD or uh, Fidelity, and you put in that trade order. And you may think that you've bought it at 11 o'clock where you actually don't receive it until the market closes that day at four o'clock. Same deal with selling it. Let's say you're in a situation where you're worried about what's going on in the markets and you decide, hey, I'm going to sell this mutual fund at 930 in the morning when the markets open up. Well, you actually don't sell it until the end of the day. So you're going to experience whatever happened that day. Um, and so it's, it's a little bit, it's not as flexible 
as, as an ETF is, which trades like a stock would, and we'll talk more about that. Um, everyone is pretty familiar with mutual funds in the sense of if you, if you have a 401k plan, they are major, the majority of the investment options are through mutual funds in that arena as well. So that's how they become the more common way of investing. Uh, and, the, and then you've got the, the old school investment methodology, which is pick some good stocks, hold on to them. And, uh, and so let's talk about that, Raiden. What are, well, let's talk about individual stocks and how, how someone could invest using those. Um, and then we'll get along over to the nice hybrid of what an ETF is. I hope that you are enjoying the show. By the way, if you are in or nearing retirement and are someone who wants to gain clarity on what questions you should be asking, learn what the biggest retirement myths are, and identify what you could be doing to achieve peace of mind for your retirement, get started today by requesting your complimentary video course, Four Steps to Secure Your Retirement. To access the course, simply visit pomwealth.net forward slash podcast. If you're new here or you haven't done this yet, this is definitely the first step to get started in applying these principles to your life. So head over to pomwealth.net forward slash podcast and check us out. Yeah, so if we were going to try to build a portfolio and let's just pretend that we said we wanted to be in small companies and some mid-sized companies, if we wanted to do that and to get diversification, we would have to go out and purchase uh many different individual stocks in order to get diversification. Because if we, we don't want to go out and buy one or two companies, because the risk on that is very high. If something happens to those companies in a negative way, we could make, or I'm sorry, lose a lot of money. We could make a lot of money, but we could lose a lot. And we are trying to have risk adjusted portfolios as that's what we believe anyway. And so we would have to go out and uh, we had a a client who uh, we were on the phone with today, and he said, my statement is about 58 pages long. And the reason why is because where he was at, they had bought hundreds of stocks in his portfolio. And he said, I just, I don't even know what I'm involved in here, because it's not like when you buy an individual stock that it tells you what it really is. Like, is it a small company, a big company, a mid-sized company? Is it, uh, is it international or not? You have to go do research on every single one of these companies. If you're looking at your account and you've got a manager, whereas when I buy an ETF, if I say, I want to go into small companies, small cap companies, I could go buy one ETF and I could own hundreds of stocks within that one purchase. And it's just a lot cleaner. I'll give you an example right now. If you look at our portfolio, we're in about 12 different ETFs. Those 12 ETFs represent or hold thousands of different stocks. So we have massive, massive uh, diversification by the fact that we own those ETFs because we own so many stocks. And so it, it, it just takes away a lot of the, the idea behind having to go out and, and do all of these different companies. We allow the ETF to do it for us. So in all essence, it's efficient. And that's why we buy the ETFs. Now we can buy the ETFs just like you would an individual stock. If we want to buy it, like Merce said, if we want to buy it at 11 o'clock, we'll own it at 11 o'clock. We want to sell it at 3.30, we can sell it at 3.30. So we can do a lot of different moves with an ETF versus doing a mutual fund. So we like the ETFs. We think they're very efficient. We think that we're able to buy a lot with one purchase. Now, 
there are ETFs that you can buy that represent either an index, let's say like the S&P, the NASDAQ, the Dow Jones, or they represent technology as a whole, or they or energy, or a country. Uh, so we can do all kinds of, there's all kinds of different ETFs. What has developed in the ETF world are actively managed ETFs, which look even more like a mutual fund, but they're still bought and sold like a stock. So if you are asking about fees of an ETF, if it's actively managed, if the ETF is actively managed, then it's going to have a little bit higher fee than a passive ETF. Now, we talk about this on our show all the time. Merce and I, we actively manage our portfolio, which means we ourselves will get out of a stock if that stock or that ETF is not performing. So we don't necessarily go for the actively managed ETFs. That's not what we're trying to do. We know we want to go into small cap, for example, or large cap or technology or energy or pharmaceuticals or whatever it is. We're going to just go buy that until it no longer is in demand, and then we're going to sell it. So we don't need another manager inside the ETF buying and selling within that arena. It just doesn't make sense. So we are going to look for ETFs that are performing well and doing well and then get out of them when they're not performing well. So uh, I was going to just mention on that. Merce, do you have any, like, what could you just go through some different types of ETFs? I just rattled off a few, but like maybe some of the things that we've been in or some of the things that we look at that, that just to give people the understanding of all the different things that we could buy within an ETF world. Yeah. So you've got your, you've got your major categories um, uh, as far as asset classes. So I'll, I'll just tell the story of, of last year. Um, last year, 2020, the pandemic hit, the market started to fall. Uh, the majority of you, if you've been listening to us, you know that at, at some point we did get out of the market. We sold all of our ETF positions, sat in cash for a little bit until things uh, started to trend back up. Then we got back in. And the story there was um, last year, as as the stimulus started to come in, the market started to tick back up. There were a couple types of ETFs that were doing very well. And, and if you think about it, what was working last year? Well, Zoom, everyone was using Zoom. Uh, everyone was using Amazon. So online, uh, online companies that thrive, big, big tech companies that thrived. Um, so we bought and leaned our portfolio a little bit towards those types of ETFs, which happened to be large cap ETFs and technology ETFs. Um, and they, they, within those, they covered the Apples, the Amazons, the Home Depots, all those companies, all those individual stocks that were doing so well, we were, we were able to buy them with, by buying two or three different ETFs rather than going out and buying 200 different stocks to make that representation. Um, and then what has happened in January of this year, we made a shift because all of a sudden those, those, those technology and large cap, while they had such a nice run up last year in 2020, um, uh, that, that started to slow down and we saw that slowing down. And then we shifted our ETFs away from large cap, away from technology into small cap, mid cap type of ETF. So the smaller companies that really started to thrive as we saw the coronavirus being handled. Um, and then mid cap as well. Um, now there's, you can dive down even further. If you want to get really specific, we've in the past, we've held, um, biotech, uh, so not just technology, but even more specific into biotech ETFs. 
Um, we've held healthcare in the past. Currently, we hold a financial ETF that has a bunch of banks and a bunch of credit card companies in there. So you, you can really go in any direction you want. You can also go on the bond side. You can have, um, you can buy treasuries. You can buy gold or silver through ETFs as well. So if you can imagine the world of the stock market, you can pretty much get whatever you want with the ETF world. That's why we like them so much. They are efficient from a, a fee perspective. Uh, their expense ratios are relatively low compared to other options. And then you can trade them like a stock in and out as needed throughout the day. Um, even though we're not day traders, we like to have that control and not be wor not be subject to having to wait for the market to close. So a couple of big points there on ETFs, but um, they're great and they're ever evolving. And and what, what we are also seeing is that eventually in, in 401ks, ETFs are going to be become an option if they haven't already become one. So I think the whole investing world is catching up with the idea of how, how valuable an ETF can be. Yeah. So we hope that gave you a little bit of insight on what an ETF is, how it works. And uh, if you've got any questions about that and you'd like to get more information, you can visit our website at pomwealth.net. You will see at the top of the screen, there's a button you can click on that says you would like a 15 minute complimentary conversation. We'd be glad to do that. Uh, myself or Merce or both of us sometimes will hop on the phone and be able to answer those questions. If you go to our blog page, you'll see um, a many different articles on these topics. So I encourage you to go to the blog, uh, to the right-hand side of the blog. I just want to remind you, we have a masterclass. The class is called Three Keys to Secure Your Retirement. We go through a lot more in detail of what it takes to get ready for and live through, have a peace of mind all throughout retirement. Thank you so much for being on our show today. We hope you have a great week. We'll talk to you next week. All right, everyone, that wraps up today's episode of the Secure Your Retirement podcast. If you found value in today's episode, we would love nothing more than for you to head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and a review. Be sure to take a screenshot of the review before you submit it, and we'll send you a special gift. Our book, Get Off the Retirement Roller Coaster. Just email morgan at pomwealth.net with a screenshot of the review to get your gift. Also, be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes as they're released every week. And finally, please share our podcast with your favorite social network so more of your friends and family can benefit from this information. Always remember, you've worked hard to get where you are, and now you deserve to have a retirement that works hard for you.